For several years now, I've done field work every year, sometimes lasting several months. Last year I was gone for five months and spent most of that time in West Arnhem working on the Gunwingu language. Just to be clear, I'd gone down to a half-time appointment. I negotiated to be absent for six months a year. Last year, I came back to Melbourne in mid-November and at 9am the next morning was called into the head's office and told I would not be able to continue this pattern in 2017. I thought about it. I just could not imagine in 2017 teaching algorithms to privileged kids without balancing it out with linguistic fieldwork. Not anymore. After 15 years, showing kids how to prove the complexity of an algorithm no longer excited me. I mused over these thoughts of resigning with my parents. Dad said, your job is to make it interesting. Mum said, this is incredibly immature. But still I balked. After two weeks of soul-searching, I stole my nerve, walked back into the head's office and resigned. He kept saying, oh, wow, wow. I thanked him for the flexibility in the past and explained that it was time for me to do something new. I was shaking. I'd never walked away from a job. It felt incredible. It didn't matter that there was nothing to go to. I was on a high. I could support myself on savings for a year, I figured, living rent-free in the field. So I finished up in Melbourne in March, then moved up to the Northern Territory and to a remote outstation to live in a tent for six months. I'm learning Gunwingu, designing new technology for language preservation and supporting the bilingual program in the fledgling school. The elation of walking away from my job has stayed with me. It was such a weight off my shoulders, and I'm surprised how happy I've been with no job security for half a year. Recently, Charles Darwin University have come to the party. They've offered me a research professorship with funding to hire a postdoc, plus support to continue my work in Arnhem Land. For several days after I received the letter, the kids here were telling me to stop smiling all the time. Paradoxically, being here without a research agenda has been good for research. I've stopped and listened. I've observed the problems that people experience. I've seen how ill-suited some of my previous ideas are for this situation. These reflections and conversations are leading to ideas for new research projects. Talking about endangered rock art to help document and preserve it. Measuring intergenerational change in the strength of this culture by assessing knowledge of the kinship system across the generations. And working out new ways of learning to speak an unwritten language. I could have held on to my job until something came up, but I decided instead to trust my intuition, apply everything I've learned, and just let go. Let go of the side and push out into the river and see where it carries me. Everything that's happened since has confirmed this decision, even before getting a new job, despite getting a new job. I know this was truly a life-affirming decision for me. It's no piece of cake out here. Managing my ignorance across a cultural and linguistic gulf is taxing. It's distressing to witness entrenched inequalities in health, well-being and education firsthand. Just the heat and light are tiring. Also, the isolation is extreme. I struggle with it. But as in my travels across Central Asia three years ago, writing, playing guitar and photography are good company. Even these podcasts where I share my experience and sometimes hear back are a form of company. The locals, Westerners and Aboriginal people, are friendly and supportive. 
There's great satisfaction in this work. Two weeks ago, I inaugurated Friday Night at the Movies. We project a film on the outside wall of the only house in this community. So far, we've seen Kubo and the Two Strings and The Gods Must Be Crazy. The kids are so tuned into scenes with animals and nature, though I'm surprised how hard they laugh at depictions of violence. Everything here happens on a short time scale. Plans fall through, unexpected things come up. It doesn't matter because this isn't the usual sort of three-week field trip where you have to squeeze everything in. This week, at short notice, I ran a session at the school on halving and doubling, getting kids to chart their ancestors and count them at each generation, and this is going to support my later work on the kinship system. Another time I was called out to a rock art site to help record an interview with an elder, and now I'm training people to transcribe using a computer in the office. Thus, life is lived out day to day. I'm forcibly present and mindful. I'm getting to know people, contributing to the life of the place, and getting ideas for things we can do in future. It's fun. I'm fortunate to have a new job that lets me continue doing these things. I know I've taken risks with my career to open up this opportunity. I'm excited that it allows me to complement my research strength in documenting the vanishing knowledge of elders to something new for me, maintaining the knowledge of children from language documentation to language maintenance, from past to future, and with this, a shift in emphasis from technology to people.